This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hi, I'm Adam Berkmans, and today we're making Jalapeno Wild Turkey Piccata. This recipe was created by Arizada, field staff writer at Harvest Nature, and author of the excellent cookbook, Lavash. He writes, Turkey season has come upon us. Not many things can rival the sound of calling and hearing those big old toms gobble back at you. We had the pleasure this season of being able to hunt not far from the coast of Morro Bay in California and we were able to bag a few gobblers to bring home to the family. This recipe is a play on a good old chicken piccata recipe that's super quick, easy, and doesn't disappoint. If you've never had piccata, you're in for a treat, because when you pour the sauce over the top, everyone will think that you're a five-star chef. I spice this one up with some jalapenos and wild turkey bourbon, but feel free to use any chili pepper or bourbon. You can also admit the peppers and just use white wine if you'd like to go the classic route. Anyway you slice it, you're bound to love this dish. Thanks, Ara. At the time of recording this podcast, it's the end of April, and everyone here in Ontario where I live are gearing up for the spring turkey season. There was a time though, and not all that long ago, when the springtime gobble wasn't around to quicken hunters' hearts. Wild turkeys have only grazed modern Ontario since around 1984, and have only had a hunting season since 1987. Before that, wild turkeys had been extirpated since the very early 1900s, and had almost gone extinct altogether. By the 1930s, market hunting and habitat loss had reduced the turkey population in North America to somewhere around 30,000 birds, a pitifully small number compared to the original pre-European settlement population, which is estimated to be around 10 million. Although overhunting had a part to play in this, there was no management in those days, another factor played a huge role as well, habitat loss. At the time, farmers were clearing huge swaths of land for agriculture, cutting down trees and burning brush. This pushed turkeys into smaller and smaller regions and allowed hunters to reduce their population even more rapidly. 
At least half of the states that called the wild turkey home had lost it altogether. Along with the financial woes and joblessness of the time, the plight of the wild turkey didn't get much of the spotlight. There were a few attempts to stop the decline around this time though, mostly led by eastern sporting clubs. Pressure from these clubs spurred the Virginia and Pennsylvania Game Commissions to attempt a breeding program where they raised wild turkey chicks on farms and then released them into the wild. Though close to 300,000 birds were released in this manner, the survival rate was so low that the program was deemed a failure. The reason behind this was the fact that young turkeys learned how to survive in the wilderness, finding food, safe roosts, and avoiding predators from their mothers. Without that knowledge being passed on from mother to chick, the farm-raised turkeys fell prey to coyotes, raccoons, bobcats, snakes, owls, and other large birds of prey. Other concerned groups and far-seeing individuals, including Theodore Roosevelt, were also setting aside habitat for animal species, including wild turkey. As time passed, many of the farms that originally pushed the birds out of their habitat were abandoned, eventually being replaced with new forests which could act as habitat for turkey populations. This was especially true during the Great Depression when droves of people abandoned their farms and went looking for a better life elsewhere. Along with re-emerging habitat, a new reintroduction method created by Herman Holbrook skyrocketed successful reintroduction. It involved using a net cannon to capture live turkeys in the wild and reintroduce them into their old habitats or new ones on abandoned land. This method of reintroduction was extremely successful and many states used it to re-establish wild turkeys into their former range. In 1973, the non-profit National Wild Turkey Federation was started and it quickly began coordinating reintroduction efforts with states and other conservation groups. They also helped to create and conserve beneficial wild turkey habitat, which further fueled successful wild turkey populations. Since they started, the National Wild Turkey Federation has conserved or enhanced 21 million acres of turkey habitat and has raised over $8 million to contribute to wild turkey research projects. If you're a turkey hunter in Canada or the US, it would behoove you to become a member to help fund them. Laws were also set in place to limit excessive turkey hunting and to instead manage it properly through the sale of tags and restrictive hunting seasons that allowed the birds to properly reproduce. The first reintroduction in Ontario, spearheaded by the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters, took place in 1984. The province swapped moose and river otters for wild turkeys, successfully reintroducing the turkeys here, the moose in Michigan, and the otters in Nebraska and Missouri. Nearly 40 years later, Ontario now hosts about 35,000 wild turkeys and has successful spring and fall turkey hunting seasons. In the states, there are now estimated to be 6.5 million wild turkeys living in every state except for Alaska. There are five subspecies of wild turkey, Rio Grande, Merriams, Osceola, Eastern, and Goulds. Some even say that there are now too many turkeys. Wild turkeys have somehow found suburban areas in Canada and the US to be quite welcoming and have decided to live in the narrow woodlots, parks, and ravines associated with these areas. Many suburbanites complain about car collisions with turkeys and even aggressive turkeys attacking them at bus stops or on sidewalks. Sometimes a highly successful reintroduction program makes for problematic human and animal tension. Still, it just goes to show how successful it actually was. Imagine if we heard people were complaining about too many gorillas or rhinos or orangutans. We'd feel pretty good that they were brought back from the brink, despite the annoyance. 
Even though more and more people tend to be seeing wild turkeys around their homes, hunters are noticing that there has been less to be found in the wild of late. Turkey biologists point to unstable weather patterns to be at fault, with unusually wet springs and heavy-duty winter cold snaps. Turkeys need relatively dry springs and mild winters to be able to reproduce at high rates, and many regions haven't been experiencing these ideal weather conditions. Bad droughts and massive forest fires, things that are also happening with increasing severity, can also negatively influence turkey reproduction. Some biologists posit that turkey hunting seasons are too early and that they can affect breeding patterns. Many provinces and states are pushing their turkey hunting seasons forward to accommodate this. Once again, habitat loss seems to be affecting turkey populations in some areas. Bad forestry practices and urban development have been pushing turkeys from wilderness into suburban areas, which leaves the birds protected from hunting, but, as mentioned before, leads to many human-animal conflicts. Some people actually think that the trend we're seeing is a natural leveling out of the wild turkey population, and that the high numbers we saw in the last decade were a peak, not the norm. Looks like we'll just have to wait and see what happens in the next few years, and keep funding conservation organizations who work hard to protect them. If you do manage to go out and get yourself a wild turkey this hunting season, your initial desire may be to want to roast it whole. This is to be expected since most of us experience a whole roasted turkey dinner one to three times a year. The turkeys we get for Thanksgiving are not wild though and tend to be very tender and nearly monstrous in size due to questionable farming practices. I'm not hating on farmers here, they're just giving the people what they want. Big, tender turkeys. If you've ever gotten to experience a free-range farmed turkey, you'll know what I'm talking about. Smaller breasts, tougher legs, more tendons, and much more flavor. A wild turkey, especially an older tom, are going to be much tougher than a farm bird, even a free-range one, but they will have even more delicious turkey flavor. Instead of roasting it whole, I suggest breaking the turkey down into parts. Legs, thighs, breasts, heart, liver, gizzards, and the bones for stock. The legs should be cooked slowly in a braising or stewing method, while the breast can be cooked faster to 165 degrees tops. There are a lot of things you can do with wild turkey breasts, but I recommend starting with Eris Bicotta recipe. This recipe serves 4 people and takes about half an hour to make. Ingredients 1 turkey breast Half a cup of all-purpose flour 4 tablespoons of butter one shallot sliced, two jalapenos sliced, one ounce of wild turkey or any other bourbon, two ounces of white wine, 16 ounces of chicken stock, four ounces of capers, one lemon juiced, salt and pepper to taste. Preparation. Take the turkey breast and remove the skin. Holding your knife parallel to the cutting board, slice the turkey breast horizontally into four equal turkey cutlets about a third of an inch thick. Spread the cutlets out and lay a piece of plastic over the top of them. Using a meat mallet or the bottom of a pan, pound the cutlets to get them to about an even quarter inch thick across. Place the all-purpose flour onto a plate and season with salt and pepper. Coat each cutlet with the flour mixture, dusting off the excess flour. 
In a heavy bottom pan over medium-high heat, add one tablespoon of butter. Sear the cutlets in batches for one minute each side or until it's nice and golden on each side. Remove and set aside. Note, you don't need to fully cook them at this point, you'll be putting them back in. Once the cutlets are seared, use the same pan and add one tablespoon of butter and the shallots. Saute the shallots for one minute, then add in the jalapenos and cook for two to three minutes or until jalapenos have softened. Add in the wild turkey and some white wine, simmer for one minute while scraping the bottom of the pan to loosen up any of the bits. Add in the chicken stock and capers, bring it to a simmer. Once the pan is simmering, add back in your cutlets and cook for another two to three minutes. Finish with the lemon juice and serve hot with the sauce poured on top. Enjoy! For more great wild fish and game recipes, be sure to subscribe and follow Antler and Finn.